All right, people, this is Just Winging It. Here we are in the studio recording live from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm watching the boom mic just gradually, gradually. descend. You need like, to tighten that boom like, mic stat. <laughs> we have a guest in the studio today. We do. Uh, who will It's be... actually the other one that you need to tighten there. It, oh, this is getting sexual. Yeah, it is. This one. He'll be kind yeah, of quietly you, adjusting his microphone. It's not very quiet. I can tell you that. I'm listening to this right now. All right, so here we are in the studio in Boston, Massachusetts, recording with a special guest. He was a dad-to-be, and now he is a dad-to-is. A dad-to-be he is. Jeff Deutsch. <laughs> Hello. Um, we're excited. And, and uh, by the way, I should introduce my co-host. Did I even say my name, John Abdul? I'm Patrick Green. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So here we are. We're a triumvirate. Triumvirate. I can never say that word. I think it's just triumvirate. Isn't triumvirate. It? It is triumvirate. See, that's why I always yeah, try to do the triumvirate or something. You could, you could shorten it to the triad. The triad. The triad. The trilogy. The trio. Ah, uh, there we go. That's yeah. a little like you know yeah. makes me want to snap trio. my fingers and do a dance. Coolio, daddy. Um. Um. Yeah. So. So. How you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to pretend Jeff is like. Yeah, we're going back to like sort of two person mode for a minute yeah, just to tie up some loose ends. He's going to sit there and just slowly <laughs> munch his giant pita bag. He, he brought his lunch today is just a garbage bag full of pita bread for some reason. So he's going to enjoy that in the yeah. background. Um, I'm I'm kind of I'm physically exhausted right now. I have to say you seem like it, but, but you're not like, hungry. No, no, you ate. I ate before, so I'm going to be energized. Unlike the last episode, nice. um, and the and, and it's like the exhaustion that feels good. It's not because my kids kept me up kind of thing, mm. which we'll talk about soon with Jeff Boy here. Um, <laughs> Jeff Boy, <laughs> boy, we'll bring it up soon with Jeff Boy. <laughs> Go punch them I don't know where that boy. came from. I don't know where that came Welcome from. Welcome to the farm, Jeff Boy. Oh, but the reason I'm exhausted is because I was outside doing yard work all weekend. Because it was just this gorgeous. It was so nice, weekend, wasn't it? And uh, I was just like lugging l- legitimately over over forty bags of mulch. Wow. It was it was a bit. I I had I made three or four trips to Lowe's because I wasn't sure how many I needed, and I just kept going back and forth. What were you filling? They had a great deal. Uh, my whole front and like a bunch of there was just a bunch of areas that need mulching. Man, I was just starting at, at the end of it. I was just kind of mulching everything. You know, I'm like, you know what? Let's not plant anything. Let's just mulch, mulch. it all. Mulch, mulch it all. Mulch a palooza. Mulch everywhere. You had that many gardens. I have. A lot of gardens. Is it no, just for gardens? Is it gardens? No, no, no. It's not at all. It's not just I can for tell, gardens. I can tell you're big into yard work. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but you've seen our yard. It's not. It's not that big. I know. I've I also know. spent some serious time in your yard, and I don't some remember serious. seeing forty yards, forty bags worth of mulch. Nights One in my for every yard. acre. That's what it is. He's got yeah. Um, yeah, you got to ride Dude, the estate. It's, it's it's ridiculous the volume of mulch that you need. Like you never to do what? What are you doing? With okay, it? so here's the deal. Be like two or three inches thick. Yeah, it's supposed to be like two or three inches thick. Okay. So they sell it in a cubic foot, and what you have to do is anything that's not going to get... Well, you can either do it in a garden where you have your plants and then you don't want any weeds to grow around them, so you mulch all around them. Okay. Or even if there's like... In our case, we have a big frontage area where it's not grass. Like there's a, There is grass in some part of it, but then... There's a separate piece where there's not grass, but there's like rocks. There's rocks, and, and like a few the landscaped. Where the yeah, turkeys and there's a few out. plants, yeah. and there's turkeys everywhere. Right, um, and their feathers. You know, we use them as part of the mulch, but it's not enough. So, <laughs> so you to have to mulch predators. everything else, or else there'll just be weeds and awfulness everywhere. Right, um, we'll literally be living in like annihilation uh, if God, we. I love that movie. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. But, I, so I don't like it as much as you did. So, well, you're wrong. So there's that much mulching that has to happen. Oh, it's in just in a yard of your size. So you can actually buy it also by the cubic yard, and wow. uh, this. But you need a truck to do it. So, so did you just do this in your car? 
Yeah, I just the did, Subi? Uh, the Subi. Wow. Which, man, every time I went, I was able to get more into it because I understood how much I could fit. It was, yeah. it felt good. The last time I went to Lowe's, it was to buy, here's an example of, of how different we are. It was to buy uh, slate floor tiles for our lizard tank. <laughs> And I was blown away, A, at how delightfully... He's great. He's done brewmating. He's yeah. back He's back he's, in action. He's, he's still he's around. fucking shitting left and right. It's yeah. driving me crazy, but and he hasn't okay. given anybody E. coli yet. No, everybody's still alive. That's yeah, that, that, but Thankfully, uh, that guy was not as prophetic as he seemed to be with his slick back hair and his affect. Yeah, um, I'm glad to hear that. That's, yeah, me too. Uh, but, you know, he, he's 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 going well. He's loving his new tank. It's got a much more acrobatic setup now. I have hanging nets all over the place. Yeah. So I wanted to give him a chance to, like, climb. So we put him in a more vertical enclosure. Does he jump? He d- terribly, yeah. That's awesome. Bearded that must dragons be hilarious fall to watch. Dude, you're like... talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, this is acrobatic enclosure. His uh, nickname is Pete the Iguana. Be- it's an iguana. Oh, he's not an iguana. It's a bearded I'm sorry. dragon, you asshole. Uh, what the fuck? I do want an iguana, thing. though. There's supposedly much more. You know what I always wanted as a kid? And someone, at least they told me they almost got it for me for my birthday, but my parents, a chameleon. Oh, yeah, you can get those. Can you do that? Is that still? Yeah. They're beautiful. They're expensive. You have to go in the underground market for that? No, you can get them at a pet store. I want one of those. Not anymore, actually. Well, uh, there's a lot of upkeep. The ones with the conical eyes, the real chameleons, not the American, the anoles. I didn't know there were two. Do people call the anoles? First off, it's anole. And an old Jeff is not only anal this our entire resident time. Or maybe, oh, this maybe is becoming an a pepper situation. He's a pepper. I've always been green anole. You say anole. I thought it was anole, but I could very well be wrong. There, my cousin's listening to this, and he's like a herpetology guy, so he's going to tell us which one of us is. Isn't is that right. about plants? No. Herpetology? No, herpetology. Oh, herpetology. Her- yeah. Herp- I was like, I don't herpetology? think that's going to. The herpetology yeah, is a great a name for he's a pot. Know yeah, about right. he just knows nope. about shit. Um, so, well, yeah, no, Why the, are we you're talking, talking about like the lizard? conical, the yeah. conical chameleons, yeah, the with classic the, ones, the sure. bifocal. I don't know, man. I just want a lizard that can change colors. They're extraordinary organisms. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the changing it's like color, color changing. You know? It's yeah, just amazing creatures. They are. They're oh, the alien saga podcast. No, but but Pete the bearded dragon is is he doesn't jump, but he falls a lot, and he likes climbing. So we kind of they're semi arboreal. So we you know so we can climb up in his nets and he kind of tumbles and he climbs up but um, mm-hmm. the long story short is I had to get new flooring for him because I wanted to make it easier to clean up his constant shits that happen all fucking day and so uh, I did some this research this is a pet you choose to own this is a pet that I willfully choose to own uh, and I, the, apparently a lot of people use slate floor tiles because they, they A retain heat very well and oh. B can be cleaned the problem is that the floor tiles that we got are about one millimeter too large for the t- for the actual oh, floor no. of the tank. So I spent like three days fucking trying to grind these things down. I couldn't because with I your teeth. I don't know if you try. Yes, just chomping on it. <laughs> I don't know if you try to grind slate with hand tools before. It's not exactly safe. You just snorted. Yeah. That's out. Or yeah. easy. Wait, so it is are you crazy. using like a piece of hand sandpaper? I did that, and then I got a, a motorized sander. You know, yeah, yeah, broke with that out. Then I got my you know my circular saw. Try to grind off part of the edge of it. It turns out there's specialized tools that people use for slate because it's specifically really hard. Yeah, because it'll crack. I didn't too. really research this. It was more. This was an evolving situation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had about three hours to, to like you know go to Lowe's to get the shit to come back. I got the right measurement, just a little bit too thick apparently because I don't know maybe the tank's not on the fucking metric system or something. <laughs> and um, so it's been. A, I had to like go back and get more tiles. And now we have about 800 pounds worth of fucking slate floor tiles in our bedroom <laughs> that I'm not using. Long All story short, lizard. Lowe's was very helpful. Uh, Pete's doing well, and that's the end. I want to come back to the comment that um, you made in passing that he doesn't jump, but he does fall quite a bit. <laughs> he does, yeah. And I'm th- are you sure he's not like the 
active or something. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that's not a feature. And it, yeah, it, it's sort of unfortunate, but that's that's what they do because they don't they they're and they're pretty durable, you know. Okay. But like he when he falls because they they what they do is they you know they like to get up towards the basking lamps, you know. And then they kind of become pancakes, like in the in the bearded mm-hmm. dragon community, we call it pancaking. Pancake. You know, it's thermal regulation, oh so God. they get yeah, flat. They you know, out. yeah. And then and then when he's done with that, he instead of climbing down, which he could do, because I put a fucking ladder for him, he just kind of like just falls out and goes <laughs> as hard as he can, and he always looks like so confused by it. I'm like Peter. This tank doesn't change. Like, this is every day. <laughs> it's the same thing. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you, Peter. Maybe it's you. He's a good pet, though. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Let's get yeah, it. it was beautiful this weekend. We went it on a hike. Gorgeous. That's why I was outside doing yard work all day, because it's like one of these things where you can uh, you can have the kids playing outside while you're actually doing something productive. Oh, so I love that feeling. You get both done, you know? Well, Although the turkeys walk. are coming back. So, speaking of turkeys, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know if you have any updates, but but I, I do. I do, but you can go ahead, too, yeah. Would, should we both do a turkey? Let's go at here? the same time as loud as we can. Ready? <laughs> One, two, three. So, so the other day the there was cemetery. a joke. Okay, okay, you go ahead. It didn't work. I was, it was Did you hear what I said? Theater. Uh, you're at a cemetery? Yeah, so so there's been this turkey that every time on my way to the train station, I pass this li- really little cemetery. <laughs> and it's like for a specific uh, population that owns it, like Netherlands or something like that. I don't know. Oh, it's like for the diaspora. Sure. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it's a really small one. And there always has been. <laughs> you're you're laughing at me, just like extending that, was that my, loud on the my arm onto the. I don't know what possessed me to do this. We're usually not as close. to That's this what it is. But you almost knocked over four thousand dollars of, uh, well, three dollars of computer. Monitors. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say those those, those are, are very not expensive. Not, yeah, there's a shit. So there's always this this uh, turkey that is just hanging out in this cemetery, and it's the weirdest. Is he a ghost, John? Well, that's the thing. I've always wondered. Um, but whenever I'm driving, you know, and sure enough, one time, like he, he wandered just onto the street and just stood there and then just like, he had to go around him cause he wouldn't move for your car. But no, it was like, it was kind of becoming just this, you know, okay. Yeah. I'm passing the, you know, passing this street, that street. Now here's the cemetery, here's the ghost here's the turkey. turkey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just part of our everyday. And then suddenly I haven't seen him anymore. Uh Oh, and so funny enough, um, Bethany was on our town's Facebook page because you know every town has a Facebook page, right? Do you think there are other towns that don't have Facebook pages? Do they exist if they don't? I don't think so. So, so she sees <laughs> she sees a thread about this turkey, and all these people are like worried about or just sharing their stories, like oh my, you know, my little kid used, got used to seeing him every day, really worried about this him. It was a fixture of the community. It was a fixture <laughs> of the community. This turkey. And that's what I love about these, you know, these Facebook groups. These Facebook groups are um, are really part of the like, you know, the, they're they're the town sort of meeting place or whatever, right? Because um, you know, we don't actually go. What do people usually go town hall and talk to each other? Well, we do that in our town. You go to the. You literally go to the town hall and just like chat. We have uh, annual. Have I not talked about the annual meeting before? <laughs> it is a big fucking deal. <laughs> is it literally called? The annual meeting. It's called the annual meeting. You know what's happening because there's a giant banner on the one road into Here's what I imagine would happen at the annual meeting in your town. Yeah. Everyone gets together. And it's it's mandatory. Everyone has to go. And they decide every year, 10% of the population has to go because they're just like, they're, they need to, cre- they need to, to maintain the population, right? And so there's all these criteria <laughs> that they look at because they want to maintain high scores with their schools right. and everything. You got to have and at least so two Teslas. The annual meeting is the moment 
where they come together and they, you know, it's like when they come up with a new pope, you know, they send up like smoke and <laughs> right. I don't know how that relates at all. It just is the first thing that popped into my head. It's sort of like 10% that. 10% and then shipped off to Shelbyville. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of it. 10% must flee. It's it, it's it's sort of, it's weird it's it's sort of anachronistic. It's is you know, it pretty much on, what I talked about? What I just it's said? exactly it's like Hunger Games basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's based on um, something in like our town charter from like seventeen thirty something, and the idea is um, for certain big decisions we want to be in person and to go through certain you know decorum to make sure that there's a, a popular vote on something. So sometimes it's needs based, like for example when we got a new school, which is yeah. a very big deal. Um, and sometimes it's just the, the annual meeting. But the way it's done is very uh, old school and very frustrating, but also I wouldn't trade it for anything. Because like, when, when, when you're there, it's wigs? very real. I was about to say, it's the white wigs that really <laughs> the wigs, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Convening the town meeting. Um, we like we sit down and there's like rounds of like standing votes and then there's like the yay or nay votes and then people get up to make comments about certain things and you just sort of run into all these like eccentric people oh, yeah. who like are crazy but have such interesting backgrounds and you just like learn a lot about things you didn't necessarily know you were going to learn about so I I kind of love it but it takes fucking six hours to do these meetings six sometimes. hours it can and it's open to, to the hours. entire town yeah. Six and then ten percent get shipped. But decisions off. decisions get made there. So if you don't go to it, like you were kind of out of the democratic process. Like you you can you kind of have to make a decisions way to, actually to get it. made in six hour meeting. Yes. Wow. Isn't that amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Why are we talking about that? Turkeys. Oh yeah. So there's this whole thread now. You know, people are like, there's like an Amber Alert out on this turkey. Oh my god. Um. And so uh, we still haven't found a pillar him. of the community. Yeah. And, pillar, uh, the pillar. Yeah. 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 What do you think you'd be called? A turkey that just roams. There must be some pun we can use. Oh, here. like a ro- like a like a sam like a ronin, like a, a samurai that doesn't have a master. Like mm-hmm. sure, like a, a ronin turkey. I mean, I was thinking something that incorporated uh, turkey slash bird, you know, words in it. But I don't, or you can I do something about the cemetery and called it a poultry geist. Oh, that's Whoa. what I'm talking about. Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew I knew you'd have something. Yeah, yeah. What's your turkey story? Uh, our, well, we, we've been having uh, an increased amount of turkey sightings lately yeah. in town. Um, well, they're you know it's mating season. Is that what's going on? Oh yeah, because they're all over. Have the you place. seen them like showing off to each other? The males, it's crazy. I just think it's because they know I'm going to talk about it on the podcast, and they're like, they we just gotta, like, like make a show for puff him. out. Yeah, it's ins- it's it's something. Um, so <laughs> I've been getting warnings. Like like Jude has seen them, you know, like and he's he's told Micah to text me about it so that I know that there's going to be turkeys on the way home from the train. So I have these like hilarious texts that I've like been taking screenshots of of like Micah warning me about turkeys that Jude saw <laughs> on the way home because they're fucking everywhere. Oh right yeah, now. and they are out in force and they, they are dist- dangerous. Do you think and they are pillars of the community? I feel like we're on a tipping point. <laughs> there, we may in fact be back to like hunting season with turkeys. I feel like because we got to control this population. I would be afraid to hunt. What are you going to hunt them with a fucking shotgun? Like what do you what do you even <laughs> kill a turkey got with? A couple around our place, like in the middle of the city, there was, you know, um, last week I think it was. Um, while I was a couple weeks ago because I was still out and uh, my wife was like I think I hear a turkey in the middle of the day I was like what what are you talking about that's absurd sure enough walk out on the back porch and you can hear him now do the shotgun and (laughs) (laughs) is that good that was great Uh, I knew it would be I mean honestly I don't know what you would how do you kill it I mean they're they're almost indestructible as we've talked about like there are are police forces have gunned down cookies here's a thought here's a thought you ready for this that's that's true (laughs) they must be killable and I have a lot of sandwiches (laughs) but but listen to this ready if there was a zombie outbreak okay and turkeys turned into zombies and you had to kill their brain their brains are fucking minuscule right they're hard to hit so how would you ever even do it I don't, I don't, John, I don't know. <laughs> I would not be worried about the turkey eating me. 
I'd be like, forward. take me. <laughs> well, and actually, it's it'd probably be easier than anything because like either slice the head off. You Swans know. are geese. They're aggressive. That's oh, that yeah, would be are. a problem. If those but also, can you imagine moose? Oh, jeez. Uh, are, are there brains? What if the small mooses too? got moose. the moose eye? What if the moose, well, the moosies got the zombie <laughs> veins? The moosey pussies. <laughs> the moosies. Could you imagine? Have you seen one in real life before? Honestly, right. this is a real um, question. I'm trying to think if I have at person. a zoo. Not in person. Okay, I mean, I'm talking about an in-person viewing, driving on the road. Have no. either of you seen Did a Did that happen okay. to you? Yes, it happened to me. Have you not seen? Have you, you not? Gonna, no, I haven't. No, they really exist. No, this is about a one second story. All right, and this then we're just, gonna go into our segment. Okay, so no, I was just a, a moose came out one time. I was in Vermont with my friends, like Doug, the physicist, and we were driving around, and a, just a moose came out of the woods and just walked by the car for a minute, and then kind of went back. And I was like, "That's a fucking apatosaurus. They are so <laughs> big. Like yeah. it, it's one of the, you yeah. see them in zoos or you see them in, in nature videos, and it's like." It's kind of hard to tell what it's like really. When you see it out in the open like that, that must be crazy. it is towering over the car. Yeah. Like yeah. it is, you're looking up at this thing and it's like fucking swatting helicopters out of the way. It's like <laughs> huge. <laughs> and I always like imagine that they're just munching on something. Yeah, they're always eating. Yeah, they're like the, you know, the, just the like camels as of they the walk, north, you know? Constantly. Yeah. Boom, the boom, camels boom, of boom, the boom, north. The camels that of the that's, north. That's true, actually, when you stop and think about it. it that is true, yeah. Hey, one one super quick story and then let's do the segment, okay? Do it. It was beautiful out this weekend. We decided to go climb a mountain. Naturally. Which I don't know why that's, we decided. Uh, we had that's a, the green full ass <laughs> that's way. That's the green full you know, ass. Most people, do, let, let's go to the park. Let's go on a you know, local hike. You're like, let's climb a mountain. Everest. I, didn't even, I, Everest. I, I brought it up like as totally offhandedly, and Michael was like, yeah, let's do it. This, this came about in the context of Jude had his karate class. It went great. He, by the way, is now a yellow belt. Thank you Yes, very much. that's mm. right. He's a yellow belt. He's doing well. And we were like, well, this is the first Saturday we've had at home in so long. Let's go spend the entire time Let's climbing a fucking mountain with the kids. So we drove to Mount Mananoc, which is uh, amazing. Have either of you been there before? No. It's great. It is a wonderful place to hike. Not great with little kids, but it is a really nice spot. Yeah. But it's well, like I saw intense. the pictures after, and and so yeah. I saw that you were outside and went on a hike, and then I'm like, wait a minute, that's snow. Yeah, there, yeah. There, <laughs> it turns out there's an ice cap still there, which which meant that the entire hike was so muddy. That we had to stop on the way home and throw shoes out and get new shoes. You had the kids lapelled to you as you went up the mountain. Lapelled? Lapelled. Is that the wrong word? <laughs> I <laughs> like, think that's like the a wrong. lapel mic. It's like, like not quite I must the right. have been thinking yeah. of the, what's, the, what's the thing? It starts with an like L, doesn't repe- it? Repelling, you mean? Like, no. The, there's an L word where Lashed? You, you latch them to you, but but what are those things called? Those Latch. Lanolin? Lanyard? Never Lit. mind. So apparently a lot of words with an L that mean attaching something. Yeah, I mean, apparently. Yeah, right. um, well, it doesn't so, matter. But I did, though, because a lot of it is scrambling. So do you, you know, tell what, I you know what scrambling is? Scrambling is the intermediary between hiking and mountain climbing. Did you just make this shit up? No, this is, a real, this is a real thing. Okay, So scrambling means when, when it's so that steep when you, go on that you all have fours? to go on all fours, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. that was a total guess. Exactly just based on the word, that's what I thought of. Huh? Yeah. Well, you, well, you're brilliant. Scrambling. You don't even know what you're Because well, I'm just imagining you're like, oh, shit, and then you scramble on all fours. Scrambling. So I forgot, because we hadn't done Mananoc in like four years, and the last time it was not with any children. I forgot that like three quarters of it is scrambling on like a rock thing. Yeah. And so we there with the kids, miserable. and I was like, oh, my yeah. God, this is so much steeper than I remember it being. And then a fucking, we hear, like, screaming, and we look <laughs> up, and there's a crowd of people, and they're carrying a woman down oh, who's no. on a stretcher <laughs> with a broken leg. That's usually the point where you're like, hey, kids, <laughs> right? let's go So home. this is what I was going to say. This is, this is the moment, right, know, the test, right? For you as parents, you have two options here, and there's only one right one. <laughs> 
I know, but we and were it's already not the we were already you chose I know because I never choose the right option. Oh but God. we also like we we couldn't we couldn't stop because we were on the scrambling part of this thing, and like Jude was not being held. Henry was 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 lanyarded to my. Henry chest. was lanyarded. scrambling for his life. <laughs> he was the, scrambling. He's yeah. about to be where, where God God's like, I sent you a warning shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was literally yeah. that was the pop up window coming yeah. up to tell you was. <laughs> Um, but Henry's we, like, we had to, to like go up to egg. turn around, <laughs> and they were both like, they were like, "Daddy, is that okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, this, don't worry about it. Let's keep going." You oh know. But I have to say, we did get up high enough to be able to get above like the sort of the. It's not the tree line, but it's it's where the, the <laughs> we didn't get <laughs> ten thousand feet. You were above the clouds. We got high enough to be able to see like you know hundreds of miles out, and it was it All was right. a pretty amazing moment. And we had clementines up there, and we just sat. And looked out, and it was just like a beautiful Clementine. moment. And then I was like, "Holy fuck, we have to get back down this mountain!" <laughs> and so, of course, Henry was like, "Done." At this point, even though he's not doing any work, thanks, Henry. You know? Yeah. So, so I had to like put him back in my chest, and then he immediately goes. <laughs> so, for those of you who do, I, I did basically a swooning motion from like an 18th century melodrama. You know, he just like throws his head back. So I'm like trying to balance on this fucking cliff thing with Henry flying back out of the out of the thing and I'm like my <laughs> center of balance is all over the place We're that's the thing your center of balance when they do it's that scary. like when you have them when you're doing a piggyback yeah and then they just fucking yeah. fly their head back you gotta that be is ready for scary that shit, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, it just throws right. you all off it was a beautiful weekend and I believe we have a segment to get to I think we do yeah. I don't think we actually decided what it's gonna be so we're gonna on the spot we're gonna we're gonna create a just whinging it moment yeah uh, so what do you guys think? You got anything you're whinging about lately? Anything that just you know you when you, don't I have you face palmed about? Yeah, I mean you're well, pretty much you, the you're master a classic whinge master. I feel honored by that. I, I <laughs> think. Yeah, <laughs> I think. These are Dungeons and Dragons. I just complain well, about a lot of things constantly. Well, what's something on your mind? And that was before about... becoming a dad. Now it's going to be oh god, exponentially more. Now. Yeah, I mean like <sighs> start god, it with where this. Where to start? Can you believe this guy? <laughs> what led you to say that? <laughs> I mean, can you believe this guy? Can you What's believe, the deal? Can you believe this guy who invented breastfeeding? <laughs> it's it's terrible. I don't know. Was it a guy? I don't know. It had to be. <laughs> yeah, right. how, would, I wonder what that sense. first moment, how did, well, no, it must have just been the baby. I was trying to think about, like, imagine the very first uh, being. I don't even know what, to, it wasn't human. <laughs> That breast mammal, you mean? This mammal, is, I guess that's the word. There. Yeah. Oh, is that part of the definition of mammal? Do yes, they have to breastfeed? They lactate, yeah. yeah it's literally right. oh. mammary, mammal. It's the same All thing. right, fine. I'm d- I'm, if this is going to be the actual whinging topic, I'm a little <laughs> conscious of the fact that we're three <laughs> men talking, you know, <laughs> complaining about breastfeeding. What's Maybe the deal we should with choose it? another To be fair, I imagine topic. women would whinge about breastfeeding, but yes, that's a good call. Let's do something more in our ballpark. topic. Yeah. For sure. And let's talk more about that during your updates now that you're back from the brink. But let's, or, or still on the brink, who knows? From the brink. Uh, I have I have a, a whinging thing I can bring up. Do it. It's it's pretty quick. And I'm also the only one who will be able to relate to it because my, I have an older kid. But I will tell you anyway, and people out there listening to this will, will totally get what I'm saying about it. There are way too many fucking emails from the school. And this is something that is a mm. constant stress for us because we get the superintendent email, we get the classroom parent email, we get the teacher email, we get the uh, school district email, we get the PTO email, we get a fucking newsletter. And these, and I, I already have so many emails like coming in all the time. Like my inbox right now is out of control. Disaster. It is, it is a disaster. I cannot handle it. And then we're getting all of these things. And there is important information in these emails. So like between Micah and I, like we have to read them. And like I said, like we missed that event because we did. didn't fucking open this one email that we got. So now we have this like weird compulsion where we like have to go through these emails. Ugh. And it is so 
annoying. Because what you want outside of work is more email. I know, Give and it's like, break. when am I going to check it? Have you yeah. heard of seriously? What, what? When would you? When would you check that? When, well, when, when my, do you have an my hour bigger to read question here is: okay. Have you heard of my little friend called artificial intelligence? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Here it comes. <laughs> oh, here it comes. No, I mean in, in classic for that. Yeah, in, in classic <laughs> whinging fashion, uh, I think we should. Uh, we have to be clear. It's not just those. E- it's it's all email. That's the problem. It is here. all email. Okay. But email specific is to bad. parenting, though, I have to say the public school system has exploded <clears throat> the amount of emails that we get. That's true. But uh, but the foundational issue here is that emails made it possible for us to communicate at scales that we can't actually process. That's true. Like yeah. it's just not. It's not physically possible. And so, let alone can, social media. Yeah. So the trade-off you were making, you know, and not reading all of those closely is like, you, you, I imagine you were skimming some of them or doing something, but and not just deleting them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like it's wild. and especially when you become a parent, you know, we've talked a lot about time management and how fucking impossible it is to do everything well. So you got to pick and choose like how deep you go on anything. And email feels to me like one that I've just, you know, with my personal email, forget about it. You know what I mean? In fact, just yesterday I went through and I decided I'm going to start doing this more. Um, just unsubscribing from like everything. Yeah, I, yeah. Try, I try to do that every couple of months. I go on an unsubscribe I'm always, spree. Yeah, and it feels so good. Right. And then I, the next day I wake up and there's like fucking ninety emails. I'm like, what is? Where is <laughs> yeah. Like I'm getting Yankee Candle Company spam emails. I'm like, why the fuck am I getting this? I I, I have nothing to do with this company. Yeah. Delicious candles. They sponsored the show. I, I have mean, to say, check but, them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who. Who needs to pay that much for candles? I'm sorry. But it's just crazy. And I, I mean, I get like three of those a week, so I'm going to unsubscribe again, and then they're going to start up somehow. And it is it is, it is, is a constant problem. And when I was a kid, my parents didn't found email. out about these things. <laughs> That's true. It was not an email. My parents found out about these things through, I'm assuming, I don't know. Candle <laughs> I don't parties. Know. Through what, how did they find out about Tupperware shit that was going on? candle parties. Yeah, Tupperware parties. But that's I mean, the thing. Communications were, were manageable because you couldn't do a blast. You know, you could do mail, right? Like, I guess in that way. But um, you, you just couldn't do mass kind of communication in the way you can now. Wouldn't it be so nice to just get one mail, just Taco Bell, to get one <laughs> piece of actual mail every month that just laid everything out? I would love that. Well, As so I was these... using, have you used Unroll Me? Um, is that like to unsubscribe from, from it, things? It actually, not only does it do that, but it rolls your emails into one thing. I should start this by saying I just deleted the service, but because <laughs> Google <laughs> must, was like... Must work great. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, because I was like, so what it does is it packages up your emails, like what you're describing, so you can just get them all into one bundle. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I It did do that, and it reduced my email, but then I just never read the actual bundle of email. Right. So, so then I'm like, all right, well, I, why don't I just unsubscribe from pretty much everything and then I'll add back because I always do this thing where I'm like, oh, I might want to read, you know, more emails from this yeah. thing. And it's yeah. like, no, it's that like never happens. Years later, you that still never happens. Read and, and there are still some where I'm like, oh, I don't want to unsubscribe <laughs> from knock around sunglasses because maybe I want a promotion. Something. It's never exactly. going to happen. Yeah. Never. I'm never going to be like, oh, that company I liked four years ago. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, want yeah. to get 30% off something. Right? right. I will say Casper mattress. Best sleep I've, I've ever had. Sponsor of the show. You should stay uh, plugged into their emails. The, well, their emails some, are so beneficial. You get some discounts. It's insider, you know, insider I information. Mean, you can't you know. get anywhere else. And, and they're fun, you know. They're, they're, they make you smile. It's just, they're a good sponsor. What more do you want? Uh, nothing, Smiles really. and sleep, you know? Yeah. You're just kidding me It's like right I'm on now? a cloud. <laughs> but between, but between <laughs> emails and then social media notifications and then also fucking, like, let alone Slack, let alone Skype yeah. shit pinging all the time, let alone just text messages. It is crazy the volume of communications that we deal with now. Yeah. And robocalls? Like, that's something else. And that robocops? Even... Robocop? 
I mean, I can't even deal with it. You know, I got I got a copy always of Robocop, on my case. Uh, Jaywalking all the time, you know, and all of a sudden now the RoboCop's <laughs> coming after me. Man. Half Doesn't he have better things to robot, do? Half is there cop. really that it? little crime in my town that they have to? He has to come after me for jaywalking. He's very busy. Have you guys been in a stop and shop lately? They've got a little <laughs> RoboCop. Do they really? Yeah, oh, I saw. I there's saw like something. A, on the... there, there, there's a little robot that like goes through the aisles and it's no. got a little no, camera real, on it. No, this is real, right? Yeah, I don't know. This was actually. I don't in, know what it's actually doing, yet. but there was a. I, I think I saw on it a little thing that said something about like. I, I think it, it probably does multiple things, but um, part of it <laughs> is like just monitoring. Like, what's going it just, on? Like, I chills. Think. Do you yeah. talk to it? Put down no. the Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> attention. You may not attention. That Twinkie product has more carbohydrate than it looks like you need. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. All right, buddy. <laughs> just going on a whim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're fat, fat. <laughs> Your BMI is off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, as usual, we've gone way off the rails. We here. have. But email sucks, and it's crazy. And I have to say, I am done with it. And last thing I'm I want to say about it is robocalls are out of control as well. And yeah. I did research into this. I was like, I'm oh, done us, fucking yeah. dealing with this. So, what do you do? And I found this thing called RoboKiller. Throw your phone away. <laughs> That's what you have to do, which was on the news, and it was fucking five star oh, reviews. It was on the news. Okay. And it was like, it was like the thing to do. Subscription service. I paid for subscription. An hour later, I got a fucking a, robocall. Like a promotional email about It doesn't that? work. Oh, it doesn't. No. Right. There is nothing we can do about any of this. We Our lives <laughs> are an endless this. nightmare of entropy and overcommunication, and we are doomed to suffer <laughs> at the fate of the cosmos. Wow. And Solar death. Okay, I'm all done. And welcome to Just Spoken Like a Parent Podcast. <laughs> we do hope that you will keep listening to our podcast because that is a communication form that, you know, I think adds a little bit of value to your everyday life. Yeah, it adds something. All right. Just one So let's get into our main segment. The reason we're here, as I said, we had a former dad-to-be uh, who is now a dad. We wanted to have him on as soon as possible after he came back from his parental leave. So Jeff Deutsch now returns with us. I will say... You should listen to the dad-to-be episode, which was number 40-something, I guess. I don't know. I didn't look at it. 42? He knows. Of course he would know. (laughs) The only one I listened to. It's your claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Episode 42. Listen to that first and pay specific attention to the differences in this dad's voice (laughs) before and after. And, uh, and, 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 you know, get some entertainment out of that. So without further ado, Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Today, I will say today I am doing pretty well. Uh, but it varies. He's, he's like shaking. His whole body's shaking <laughs> yeah, yeah, as he yeah. said that. It, it varies quite a bit, he's quite honestly. recording from the fetal position moment. Um, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it varies quite a bit day to day. Um, and, uh, you know, some days I've been in a, just a terrible mood. Uh, in other days, I've been in a really good mood. I'm in a really good mood today. Can and you that, take us uh, back a little bit just to sort of to like the, you know, the, you don't have to go into specifics, oh, but yeah. just like in terms of the delivery and like how things yeah. what it was like. And- we were really lucky. Um, <clears throat> oh, and by the way, I, I do have to tell a story because um, you guys, I think John in particular would be especially proud of me that um, uh, I was able to legitimately use an Anchorman line without <laughs> with, 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 with it being completely applicable. Um, so the, I mean, the delivery went really smoothly. Um, we were incredibly lucky. Um, turns out my wife, not surprisingly, apparently, according to the nurses, has an extremely high pain threshold. Mm. Um, so we, so my wife's water broke, uh, without having like real contractions. There was a a while between her water breaking and then going into like. Did it happen in the hospital or before? No, it was Monday morning at 4 a.m. At home. Um, so I got up. Like, Isn't that a weird moment? Uh, yeah. Like I got up to, to go to the restroom and then um, I came back. And so Karina was uh, awake and she um, so she was getting up to go to the bathroom. And um, 
and she gets up, and all of a sudden she goes, <gasps> and I say, what? What is it? And she goes, my water just broke. And so the way I remember this, I know it didn't happen this way because my body is not physically capable of doing this, but but I swear to God, I remember it as like I did this handspring out of bed, <laughs> like directly from my hands, like onto my feet, and I was like, "Okay, let's go." And you were fully dressed. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Like, this you, is weird. For yeah. some reason, you had a suit on. Yeah. I don't know why, but my cigar. You make a good first impression with your daughter. <laughs> but I actually was like, I did jump up, and I was like, "Okay, okay, let's go." Uh, and she's like, no, we don't need to go anywhere. I'm like, no, we got to go. Let's go to the hospital. She's like, we don't need to go to the hospital. He's like, okay, what do we need to do? I need you to calm down. It's like, okay, I'm calming down. I'm calming down now. And um, I'm relaxing. So, you know, we call the, the phone line that they have at the hospital. Um, they tell us, you know, we do want you to come in, but you don't have to rush. Like, take your time, take a shower, eat some breakfast, uh, and then come on in. So, so we do that. Um, we get to the hospital at like 6.30 a.m., something like that. And, um, you know, they, they, they uh, go over everything and ultimately they're like, okay, you can, you know, you can stay, but it could, will probably be a little while or you can go home and, you know, from the birthing so, classes so and everything. So what, what yeah. transitioned you to leave the house? Because I, I so remember that anxiety where like you call and they're like, yeah, you know, you can take your time or whatever. And you just spend the day just like focused oh, on that God, thing. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so what so, triggered you to actually leave? So we went in. So, so, so her water broke at 4 a.m. Yeah. We, like, had breakfast, yeah. um, like, That's took crazy. showers and went in, like, yeah. Yeah. like pretty much right away. Right. But the reason was because they told us to. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, we're going to follow what the, the hospital says, basically. That's usually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, I don't so, know if I could have waited. I know, no? the waiting thing. Because the, 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 the water broke the first time in the hospital. During the delivery, and then the second time it broke, and we were just like racing to get there. Oh, and, he, and, and Henry was delivered like it feels like an hour later. It wasn't like quite that quick, but it was like so fast. See, she wasn't she wasn't feeling contractions. Oh, cause, oh, so there weren't contractions, right? Okay. So this okay. was this was as it turns out. So what we experienced was kind of like what what they show in the movies, but then mm. only happens like in something like like ten percent of cases where yeah. the water breaks first, and uh -huh. that's that's is, the beginning. It is rare. You're right. It's rare, mm -hmm. um, or so we we've been told. So, um, so we were like, okay, we can hang out. Um, so we, after the hospital visit, we came back home and, uh, you know, I rode into work. I was like, Hey guys, game time. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And, um, for a second I thought you said you rode into work and I'm like, no. Oh, interesting choice, choice. there. <laughs> on a moose. You're like, all right, see you later. <laughs> is currently Good filing luck. for divorce. Um, <clears throat> honking the bike horn. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, um, so we went home and, um, and Monday, that was Monday, and it was like a snow day. Like, nothing happened. And we were just sitting around, like, waiting for something to happen. And they said, if, if things don't escalate, if you don't start having, like, really noticeable contractions, come back in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. mm. So we went, nothing happened. We went back the next morning, mm. got to the hospital, like, 6.37, 6.30, I think it was. And, um, and they're like, okay, we need, we're going to start inducing. Yeah. Um, so they do that. And the induction takes about 12 hours, basically. And towards the end of the 12 hours, um, you know, and at first it's like, you know, it's just this long, very slow, gradual yep. escalation where every whatever it is, half hour or something, they like up the dosage a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then that, so she starts getting more like heavier contractions until finally she's like, she's in, she's in pain. 
but she's she's not sure whether it's the right time, the best time to because again she get has extraordinary epidural. pain tolerance. Yeah, she's like She Hulk. She's like She Hulk. <laughs> she's yeah. like the Terminator. Except she's yeah. not green. Right. Um, so she uh, so. I mean, basically, you know, she went in like, you know, I'm planning to get an epidural, but I want to wait until, you know, I because once you get <laughs> one, until you, you see you, the whites of its eyes. I'm glad you cracked yourself up. up. I'm like, what a fucking weird saying is that? <laughs> and then you said it out loud. <laughs> Wanted to wait because, you know, once you get it, you can't leave the bed. So, yeah, right. yep, yep. you know, she wants to stay mobile as long as possible. So finally, she starts being like, I want to, you know. I want to at least think about about whether or not to to get one. Like I don't know how much longer is left. Like if it's if it's you know like it's getting really painful. So the the nurses are like, all right, well you know, just so you know, you're still in early labor, um, based on how much you know pain you're you're displaying. Um, so it could still be a while. But why don't we check? Why don't we measure you and see how far along you are so you can make an, a more informed decision? So <clears throat> she's like, okay, great. So uh, the nurse checks. Uh, the midwife checks. And looks at the nurse and starts, like, chuckling. And the nurse looks back at her. And they have this, you know, like, knowing exchange where they're both smiling and kind of chuckling. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you laughing about? <laughs> yeah. you know? The laughing isn't exactly what you Because on the bed right yeah. now, guys. I mean, you're not crying, so that's good. Yeah, right. And so they look at uh, my wife and, and they're like, uh, yeah, so we thought you were in early labor. We thought you might be at one or two um, centimeters. Um, you're at plus two. You have to push now. Wow. Whoa. And we were like, wait, what? So so no epidural, nothing at this point. So so Karina <laughs> is like my wife is like looks at them and is like, Okay, but that epidural? <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, no. Um right. oh, it might man. take Too late. It, it might yeah. only be twenty minutes and um yeah. you know, it takes that long for it to set in. The look of terror on mm. on her face because she was like, This no way, man. This is like mm. really painful. Like yeah. this is you know, I Even did not for sign She-Hulk. up to do oh, this. Shit. Yeah, so it so happens that seven o'clock is when the shifts change over. Mm-hmm. Right. So the staff that had gotten us to this point, twelve hours, is on their way out. New staff is coming in, and in that transition, one of the new nurses is is like, "Well, you know, let's check the position of the baby and everything, and blah blah blah." And so she look, she checks and is like, "No, okay, the baby's facing sideways, so we're going to have to get her to turn. Mm. It's not going to be twenty minutes; it's going to be two to three hours at least. So why don't we?" Get you that epidural. Uh, wow! So fortunately, oh, what a um, roller coaster! Yeah, but it was like from the beginning they were like, oh, you know, it's so. Keep in mind, it was you know roughly seven a.m. to seven p.m. And during the course of which they were like, yeah, the baby probably won't be here until tomorrow morning. Mm. She started pushing at like seven thirty p.m. Wow! So man, and then it was probably about three hours, uh, and then. Uh, and then there she was. Baby was born. There she was. Healthy wow. and uh, there she blows. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> so we totally like, guess on the anchor man like, line. Yeah, she started pushing. Next thing you know, there's the baby. There's yeah, the yeah. baby. I was going to say, only a man would be the person to say. And then, you know, that's just came. Yeah. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. Was the anchor man line, did you go, whammy? No, no. You just listened to that whole story waiting for that anchor man line. So when they're like, oh, you know, we thought you were in early labor, turns out. Turns out you need to push now. I, I we looked at each other and I said, <laughs> and I go, "Wow, that escalated quickly." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I think Karina laughed, but she I don't think anyone laugh. else. Did. She didn't laugh. 
but it was, it was like it, but that it, it was seriously it was like oh my god because it was slow 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 yeah. slow bam yeah this is happening right Crazy. now yeah so all of a sudden she had a trident you're like <laughs> she killed a man yeah. <laughs> i mean we're, we're gonna get obviously into into baby in a minute but yeah. before we do how what i've I, you're you're bringing back memories for me too and just how fucking struck i was in that moment as i'm sure you guys were in looking at your wife and the fucking superhero <laughs> that she they Hulk. are yeah. <clears throat> right yeah. the she yeah. that they are to, to to endure that kind of you know the time the emotional fucking strain yeah. all of that well when when a when a team of nurses and midwives who do this multiple times a day, tell you that you have uh, an extremely high pain threshold, that holds a lot of stock I would in my say world. So. And oh when I God. say you, I don't mean me. I mean my <laughs> wife, to be clear. Like, she should consider like an MMA career. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, uh, you could I, train her I, up. No, it's right? true. Like, I can't. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, you just can never look at them the same way yeah, after, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I do feel like There's as time has gone on. I I forget a little bit of that perspective because it's just been a while, um, and every now and then Bethany will just give me a look, and that you know that's enough to remind me that she could destroy me. I will snap you. <laughs> I will clash you. Yeah, it is crazy though. It, it, it there's no going back after after that. Like like you never you never see your wife the same way again. The fact that like that she's able to like because I I can't I can't fathom doing that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I just could not fathom. Doing I don't that. want to. I don't want to, and I also yeah. can't. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's incredible, and both. So the second time with Henry, we, Micah, she, who did not have an epidural the first time, oh, and all man. the friends did. She was like, you know what? Like I think this time I'm going to like try it. I'm going to like you know, like I've done it once without. Like I think this time I'm going to try to get one. And of course, it, it was so fast after the water broke. You know, we were like racing in the car to Harvard. It was like everything's fucking like you know every every stoplight. Of we course, we stopped is on the way to take a ride on the Swan boat. <laughs> so it was like chill. <laughs> But but like she wanted it, the plan was to get an epidural yeah. time and she didn't have time for it and, uh, and it was that same moment where it was like oof this is this is gonna happen then you know and that feeling of like oh my god right yeah time like, is so is compressed gonna happen like, this is this is this is how yeah. it happens and mm-hmm. it's starting yeah yeah crazy here like just hearing you tell the story where did really you get that grenade back. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so how are you doing I mean now yeah. you know how many weeks ago was that uh, tomorrow it will be four weeks okay. So it's, wow. this is all That's fresh. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fresh. <laughs> so to the extent that you even want to go back there, yeah. what were those first few days like? Really hard. Yeah. Really hard. <laughs> really? They were hard. Did you find them to be hard? Oh, yeah. he's a cake. Breeze. So yeah. he's a cake. I, actually, I mean, the hospital does everything for you. Yeah. And then you go what do you want and, from me? The, yeah. the time in the hospital was so disorienting because you're in yeah. this room the whole time for three Isn't days. Weird? You just become a. It's like your home all of a sudden. It's weird. Um, I have to say, so so um, we went to Mass General Hospital. Mm-hmm. They were outstanding. Yeah. Literally every single person. There was, you know, usually you've got a. You see, you know, twenty some odd people. There's going to be a, a few duds in there. Not a one. Wow, every that's person impressive. we dealt with was outstanding. We definitely had some duds. <laughs> Did you really? Oh yeah. We were. I it, mean, most it was amazing. Were good, but... Everyone was so helpful, so positive. Um, uh, both in in during the the in the delivery ward as well as the postpartum ward. Oh, Everybody that's great. Was outstanding. Um, so I highly recommend them. Um, but then you have to leave for all of your delivery needs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but then you have to leave, and it's funny because I, you know, I know everybody's talked about everybody talks about like how insane the car ride home is, and I don't. It didn't feel that crazy to me. Like that, that seemed more like 
normal and manageable yeah. to me. But I have to say the first three days home from the hospital were horrible. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> and and the thing is, I so I will say there was a, a, a friend and and colleague of mine who, you know, texted me on probably the second day or so home from the hospital. And it was the most helpful text exchange because, you know, they asked how I, how we were doing. And I said, you know, we're, to be honest, we're really struggling. And they just said, they said what no one, what I never hear anyone say. I always hear people say, yeah, it's really hard. But like shrouded in that is this like underlying subtext, sometimes spoken, sometimes unspoken of like, but magical, you know, like <laughs> it's really hard, but I, it, but it's so worth it. It's so great. And this this friend of mine didn't say that. They said those first few days home from the hospital are just awful. And I so appreciated that (laughs) because honestly, the like I was like, this sucks. This sucks. There is nothing magical about it (laughs) except for the fact that I haven't thrown myself off our back porch, which is three stories up. Um, And it was just this sort of like really um, affirming, I guess message of like yeah no it's not it's not pleasant like it's Mm -hmm. and and it's not just like you know it's really hard but it's also um i mean i'm sure many people probably do find it really hard but very rewarding we didn't i think i I don't want to speak for my wife but we talked about those first three days potentially being the worst days of our life yeah yeah. Both of us said that independently. And and if i dig back i probably had worse days in my life than that um (laughs) but it was it was really unpleasant um indeed i mean i think for me i feel like oftentimes i can speak for myself a lot of times when we're talking to other or soon to be parents or people considering becoming parents you don't you don't go into that level of detail because when it's devoid of the context of like like for me there's there's magic obviously i mean i say obviously (laughs) there has been magic for me in parenting um, but often it is like bundled up with the, these really difficult, you know, as you say, I think some of the most difficult times of my life mm-hmm. and in, in sharing that kind of thing before someone becomes a parent, it's almost yeah. like, I don't know. It doesn't feel, it, it feels like, um, I, I'm, I'm sending, I'm putting them in too deep or something. That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. I can't explain it. I, I I'm always like wary of sharing like the true story beforehand. <laughs> yeah. the you true know what I mean? Nightmare. Because it's going to yeah. sound awful. <clears throat> like you're not going to want to have kids or you're just going to be terrified of when it does come because of what was just described to you. Well, yeah. but I think like, uh, to be clear, like it was three days. Yeah. Right. So like right now I'm not like, this is the worst time of my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, those three days were, and like, <laughs> and, and so to me, I think like being able to say that, having the context of, but then after those three days, mm-hmm. it actually gets a little bit easier, right. a little bit right. at a time. Right. Right. And just but going in, <laughs> yeah, but, but like going in knowing that like, frankly, you don't have to feel like this is beautiful, but really hard. It's okay to be like, this just sucks right now. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and there have, absolutely been many moments where I'm like I just I just don't like this I don't I'm not enjoying this I don't enjoy doing this and have frankly questioned at my time like am I cut out for this yeah Mm. Um, and within that like in big picture I'm able to step back and and 
I'm like, I've never actually thought, oh, I regret this decision. Right. Um, I haven't. I, I sincerely haven't. But I have had moments in which I've, like, just out of frustration kind of said that to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, like, uh, something you blurt out when you're when you're upset, you know? Right. But even in those moments, known, I don't actually regret this. I just feel right now like I wish I weren't having to do this one thing mm. or weren't dealing with this fact that, like, yeah. it's 2.30 in the morning and you know, I've changed you three times and you're crying and I just want to go to bed, you know? Um, no, I do. I mean, so frustrating. that's oh the thing. And I, and I so appreciate the honesty that you're bringing to it because I think that, um, I think that's important. And, you know, it, it sort of came up in our, in our uh, episode where we, I talked about my experience with cancer and so often people, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> talk about positive thinking and like things that you can do to try to sort of like look at the silver lining. And there are times, and obviously this is a, a Difference, you know, I'm talking about illness that I. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but bear with me, yeah, yeah. But bear with me. The, the point is that kids a cancer? when you, when you <laughs> try to sort of force this like positivity or this mm-hmm. other thinking that doesn't feel real and isn't authentic to how you're actually feeling in the moment, yeah. It, it what I talked about there is that it makes you feel sort of doubly bad because yes. you feel bad already, and then you feel bad because you're supposed to feel good, and in this mm-hmm. case, all the more so, obviously, because you're supposed to feel good about being a parent, you know, right. and and. and and so I, I worry that we don't give people enough space to, to share that kind of thought, or at least that they don't feel like there is space for them to do that um, publicly, because that's the reality. And and I would say, it, you know, the fact that you're you're going to those extremes of like difficult times is what also gives you this like what we've talked about this increased sort of full spectrum of experience where you can now go further out to joy that you'll never you know yeah. you would have never yeah. experienced. Yeah. I, I think I think part of it is also that you forget what it's like. A lot. So like so so it's it's easy for us to sit here and be like, you know, it's it's really hard, but it's like a magical time. But it's because, like, to me, like that's that's kind of what I remember of it because it's it hasn't even been that long. Rose-colored glasses, but, my friend. Rose fucking colored glasses. You might you find yourself doing this. Like, yeah, like it's, it's, I'm it's, sure I will. For one thing, it's a biological imperative, right? Like, right. Part, part of it, and the reason why women don't remember childbirth, you know, by and large, is because like our bodies leave that behind. And, right. And it is it is so hard and so extreme. Like, I I have glimpses of that initial period still, and how angry I was at, at Jude, especially. Like, I was just it was so mad that he was up crying still. Like, I just wanted to go back to bed. I had shit out. I didn't want to clean the shit up. And, like, actual serious anger at, oh, yeah. at this baby, yes. you know, which is, which is crazy. Right. But, it, but it's real because you're in an extreme situation, oh, you know? Yeah. But what's funny is that as you move away from it, it becomes beautiful because it becomes part of this retrospective journey that you've been on, you know? Yeah. Mm. But in the immediacy of it, it's a, just an incredibly well, also, hard time. <laughs> when when you add time to, uh, I think the the saying was um, originally uh, um, tragedy plus time equals comedy, but it's yeah, it applies right. to like frustration and anger too. Like so anger plus right. time becomes you can look back at it with humor, and it's right. like having the distance. It's like it's like um, you know it's more like being the audience, the the studio audience, where the audience yes. behind the, yes. uh, the who's seeing so it through the true. camera, and you can laugh at it. Like, right. And like like changing a diaper three times, and ending up with shit on your clothes at two thirty in the morning when you haven't slept in like two days. It's hilarious. <laughs> right. it's not when you're in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> it sucks. Right. And it's infuriating. And I'm really glad you said you talked about being mad because that's yeah. another thing that, again, like people use words like frustrated, but like. I've totally felt angry. And, I was and, angry, yeah. And, and the thing is, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm not really angry at my baby, but I'm incredibly angry at, at the fact that I'm in this situation now. And maybe I am in some ways at times like angry at her, but it that feels weird. Right. You know, because it's like, it's, 
you know, they're all but they're not inanimate, but they're 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 you know not a willful you know being in any way, shape, or form. You know, right. they're uh, now a few weeks old, but like a few days old, and it's, you can't. It's like there's no justification in being angry at someone like that. Right, right. But that's what it feels like you and it's know? okay to be honest with yourself yeah. about that to, to, and to be and, and also to question be like why the fuck am i angry at a baby you know like but yeah. but it's but it's true like it's a real emotion that i think a lot of parents go through because of the degree of disruption that happens you yeah know? the degree of imposed disruptiveness into your lifestyle and into just your sleep patterns i mean the sleeping thing for me was like oh man that alone <clears throat> that's something that i i cannot remember i just cannot remember what I, that was i like. didn't sleep for two to three days because Ugh. so my my wife has this I'm so envious of her she falls asleep like that her head hits she's the like, pillow so she's like she's got out. a super high pain tolerance <laughs> yeah. she can sleep on command you picked her into a fucking X-Man I'm yeah. just saying that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a complete w- wimp um, I can't take any pain or discomfort, and it takes me like an hour to fall asleep. Right. Uh, right? So you've got like an hour between feedings. Right. Right. So I'm lying there. So I would get to that po- place where you're like, like half asleep. You're not totally yes. sure of your surroundings and what's going on, but you're not really asleep. Right. Your first degree sleep. Yeah. I remember first like the degree. second right. night. A second or third night, actually lying there in bed, feeling muscle spasms in multiple places in my body because it my, it's like my body was shutting down. It was just twitching. And I was like, there's a twitch in my shoulder. There's one behind my eye. There's one in my knee. There's one in my ankle. That, and, and I'm like, and I'm not going to sleep for I don't even know how long. You right, because it's not like that's going to get better. That, right. That's the thing. That there's days that go by before yeah. you can catch up on any of that. I'm and just, even then, you don't really catch up I'm on I'm just anything. imagining Jeff at night doing like a meditation, like a mindfulness practice, you know, like a body scan one. And it's like, oh, that, that body part is 10%. <laughs> Literally all of them. <laughs> on the brink of death. I was, doing the, yeah, I was sitting there going, this sucks. This fucking sucks. But, and and I actually was thinking, I was thinking about this podcast and thinking about, <laughs> as soon oh, as am I going to have Most people, when they say, <laughs> this sucks, they think, oh, yeah, just waking up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a one-to-one. Yeah. Right. No, but I was thinking like this one word kept coming to my to my mind of what this was, was like during these few days home from the hospital, and the word is unrelenting. Yeah. That's all it was was just completely unrelenting. It was like – it felt like being shelled where it's like <laughs> just unending. And the, and, and the thing is there's no end in sight. You're like – you know that event. It's like I know eventually she's going to be like three years old, right? <laughs> and like this won't be her sleep pattern. But for that foreseeable future, you're like, oh my god, is this going to be weeks? Is this going to be months? Yeah. I, you know. And but what happened after three days is like we figured out some adjustments, and we figured out um, for one thing, like we decided each one of us would skip one of the feedings mm-hmm. and sleep through it. So like. I would do one of the feedings, and Karina would not get up. She would just sleep, and then she would do the next one, and, and I, and that 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 alone changed everything because each of us was now getting a block of like four or five hours. And I got to tell you, it is amazing <laughs> what four or five hours of sleep equals now. That right, it's like, it's like it feels like seven to eight hours. Oh, I know, it's Absolutely. crazy. It's, something it's that I'm crazy. Surprised by like. <laughs> It's whoa, shocking. That was nice. Five yeah. hours yeah. of sleep, and we're like, "Whoa, I'm a new person." That's <laughs> yeah. really what a full night's sleep used to feel like. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's wait, crazy. wait till the sleep training starts. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna <sighs> see that. Again. It's not as bad as this. Don't worry. It's yeah. Let, yeah. Like yeah. Let the man be. <laughs> but but, but it, it is that. It's sort of like it, it's sort of like the first time you get like the uninterrupted night. 
Because, like, you, you will be back there, like, you know, not that far in the future. Like, yeah. there will be a night where you have a normal sleep again. Yeah. And it's going to – it's crazy what that That's the like. thing. Because yeah. when you're in it now, you do you, – you adapt, right? And you can get those, like, smaller chunks and be, you know, reasonably okay. And they add okay. up and you're okay, yeah. Yeah. But then you're right that when you then get back into, like, getting a full night and then all of a sudden they, like, don't have, a, you know, a good night's sleep, it's crazy how much you're – it brings you back to that place. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's a big thing too is the remapping that happens. So, like, so right now, like, you haven't quite remapped yet because it's still fresh enough. I think you'll probably notice in the coming months that. Um, I'm sorry. Did you say months? <laughs> in, the, in the coming <laughs> decades. <laughs> but like, but like, even just the way that you that you see things retrospectively, it's going to start to like to shift, and and it's going to. It's interesting how like your expectance for rest will change too and it won't be as frustrating anymore I'm, yeah. I'm predicting it's interesting like we're more plastic than I think we realize mm. with this with these things you use the word expectance is that what you said I don't remember well so yeah. I was thinking about this in terms of what we were just talking about too and like going into parenting and having all these expectations right of what it's going to be like and hearing about the magic and all that and and it does feel to me like a lot of this comes back to what the Dalai Lama talked about and uh, we share <laughs> we talked the joy episode wait do you mean in Caddyshack show? in the joy hey, episode and and in Caddy yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I think we're pretty sure we shared that quote in that episode too <laughs> But uh, but he often talks about this Buddhist idea that, you know, all of our anxiety comes from the fact that we want things to be different than they are. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like you have right. certain expectations and your everyday reality, of course, doesn't meet those expectations. And so, you know, I'm reflecting on your experience and I'm just I feel like talking about that reality in the way that we're doing now, you're still going to be frustrated and feel all those things. But I hope that <laughs> by sort of like acknowledging that this is how I feel, this is how you're going to feel in those first few days, yeah. you know, that it can bring you a little bit closer to your expectations matching the reality and that being okay. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and it's like an adaptive thing where every day <clears throat> you got to figure out strategies that work for you and your wife and, uh, and then they're going to change again. And it's like this constant resetting expectations because that's where, for me, I remember feeling so fucking angry and frustrated because you expect like, okay, now they're in a time where they're going to get... You know, they're going to only wake up once at night instead of twice. And then they don't, yeah, you know, and that. then, right, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, it's really hard, but letting go of that. And, and it's a theme that we often come back to in the show of like letting go of the idea that you control anything. I mean, that, that's <laughs> why the theme of the show is just winging it. Is yeah. Because yeah. We, it's, it. But it took us like a while to figure that out. So can I, can I mention one other thing that's been so useful no. to me that <laughs> people don't want to hear useful? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we got a postpartum doula. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is has been like the greatest decision because um, so what what I found is like you get all of these pieces of input from these people who specialize in one thing or another mm -hmm. um, and they're kind of absolutist. Right. So like yeah. the first appointment we had with a um, pediatrician who we hated. <laughs> uh, she was awful. Uh. Um was basically like because breastfeeding, fucking nightmare, yeah, fucking mm. nightmare. Hate That's it. That's the other thing people don't hate talk it. About hate it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not the one struggling to actually make it happen in, with my body. Yeah, and it's still incredibly frustrating. Oh, I mean, emotionally, yeah, being that person, you, it feels so yeah. helpless, Ugh. right? I mean, we had an episode all about this. Yeah, yeah, it's so intense. So, and you get and there's this incredible pressure to 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 do it, right? Absolutely. Um, and so so anyway, like. You know, the pediatrician's perspective is basically like, yeah, you just got to do it. Every every feeding, you just got to practice. Just do it. Yeah. And with so not no helpful. nuance, no ability to say, you know what? 
but but adjust for for what you're able to do. Right, right. Because um, that pediatrician, every baby is the same, and every situation is the same, and there's one like, way to do it. They like get food in it, and right. if you want well, to breastfeed, right. practice. And put looking the, pr- purely from the perspective right. of the kid, like right. you know, that's all. So the the postpartum doula we have is like one of the benefits is like they're looking at at the whole picture, mm-hmm. and they're concerned about about both individual parents and the baby, the whole sort of picture and the situation. And, you know, the one thing she kept saying um, was sort of like, like, she didn't use these words, but like nothing is absolute. Like you have to, you have to modify what people tell you to do to, to stay sane and do what works for you. And that means if you really want to breastfeed and you want to try, but you just can't deal with it during the night, skip the nighttime ones, you know, right. or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, or like, or maybe you only try it a couple times a day, or you only do this, or the, and maybe you decide it's not that important to you. And and like, the most really like the most helpful thing that we've heard is, and it's been from a few people, is like, don't be too hard on yourself, mm-hmm. and don't do anything. Don't try to be absolutist about anything. Yeah. Like everything you do, you just just modify. Just modify because yes. at the end of the day, like, like bonding with the with the baby, um, making sure it's getting fed. If it's not, you know, at the breast, or if it's not all breast milk, or maybe none of it's breast milk, and maybe it's formula. But like, there are things that people think are you know better or worse. But the most important thing at the end of the day is that is that you all stay sane and, yes. and the baby is healthy. Right. Know, and not, and and not you're being healthy. stressed out and not, yeah. and not being forced to be something that's not. Because that gets passed on. If, <laughs> yeah. if, if, if the way that you're feeding is nothing but stressful for everyone involved, yeah. the baby's experiencing that stress. Yeah. They're frustrated. It's not a good experience. Um, so, like, that whole sort of everything in moderation, um, it, hearing that, and I had to hear it again and again and again to really – start to relax and be like, yeah. And frankly, basically kind of, kind of wing it and figure it out as you go. Yeah. Um, and so I, I have a greater appreciation for the, uh, why you guys, uh, or, or at least I don't know why, but for the name of the show, because <laughs> it really, I mean, just in four weeks, it's like, oh yeah, just try shit and modify it because yeah. you have to stay sane. And it's important to look at what you're saying. You're saying try shit and modify it, but you know, stay sane and, and keep changing what you're doing. And I think a lot of people get hung up on this idea. I think there's there's two things people get hung up on. One is absolutism, which is yeah. obviously bad. But the other is laziness. Because to some people, they, they won't listen to what you're actually saying. And they'll say, oh, that's like just lazy parenting. Like, you know, like right. just get it to work. But it's actually way more active parenting than the people who have a fucking Bible out and they're going down right. with their, not literally a Bible, but the people who are going down this textbook of like, this baby has to do this and this and this and this. That is lazy parenting to me. Mm-hmm. That is not being responsive to the realities of the situation of that child and your relationship with your significant other and blah, blah, blah. Active parenting is checking in and fucking up a lot and then learning from it and just trying things out and realizing that it doesn't have to be perfect because if it were perfect, it wouldn't be life. You know, yeah. the point is the imperfection. And I, think, I think that is very much our approach to life. Right. That's what we talk about in the show. It's that try shit and modify it. It's not just parenting. It's everything you do in life. Like, what else are we other than you know? just trying shit and then modifying it yeah. until it works for us? Nobody knows the right way to do anything in life. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just right. like. It's all about trial and error. We're all different human beings, and the climate is constantly changing. Not just the climate that's, you know, that's going to be... <laughs> it's, got, it's, got, it's got big picture. Never mind global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the environment's always changing, and you got to modify and adapt. I mean, that's just it. Speaking of which, for our next episode, uh, I'm, I'm about to embark on a, a little <clears throat> adventure, which is uh, I'm taking a week off, as, as I mentioned, and I'm going to try to potty train Henry on that week off. Uh, I'll be home all the time. 
So this is another example. I'm sure we'll have we'll talk about that insights about that on the next episode about in terms of you know living and learning and not having one also can be very frustrating. Yeah, and poopy and poopy. Yeah. All but right, guys. I, but this has been great, Jeff. And, and yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think like honesty is super important, and especially honesty from somebody who's kind of right in the middle of it, because a lot of us forget how hard it actually is. You know, yeah. and that's a purposeful thing, <laughs> survival mechanism to forget. Yeah, right. <laughs> there are a lot of times where it just plain sucks and it's miserable, and it's okay. <laughs> and, but but I, and I do want to, you know, as as much as I've said that, I do want to actually say that there are also times already that are are really quite wonderful. Um, and I and I know that like over time the balance is in in how much is one, <laughs> how much is sucky, and how much is really nice. You know, is going to change. Because in the course of like, you know one week they change so dramatically, and all of a oh, sudden yeah. it's like open their eyes and they're looking at you and kind of responding to you, yes. and it's totally different. So, you know, it, I'm not saying everything is bad. I'm just most things. <laughs> just, <laughs> just most but things. But it's okay. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> early on. Yeah. It's all good. And Thanks, uh, hang in there. You'll get through it. Thanks yeah. so much. Uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. All right. Look forward to it. Bye.